Welcome to your favorite podcast, Death Star D, with your hosts Adam Olson, Jarris Hobbs, and Trevor Wynn. Okay, okay. Welcome, welcome. Season three, episode three. We call this S three E three. You know what? It, you know what it feels like. What does it feel like? I feel like, you know those um, star, like, NBA or MLB players that, like, get a huge contract and then they get hurt within, like, the first game of the season and they're out all season and then they come back and they're just right back to the mil- their old selves? Yeah. I feel like that's us. So we should get a medical red shirt for last season. Yeah. We played, exactly. we played one game, and we were out for the rest yeah, of the season. Yeah, that's a good... I mean, because here it is, week three, and how many podcasts have we recorded? Three. Three, three weeks. We're three for three. Three for three. This is a big deal, guys. Let's hope we don't get injured in that big Texas game. Right. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have what's called... I want to start with something different today. Hopefully it doesn't eat into our time too much, but it's what I like to call a getting started question. Oh, I like it. I'm cool with that. Um, just, you know, kind of get us loose, get us thinking. Okay. Uh, it's a question for you, Jairus Hobbs. I don't want to get too loose. Don't get too loose. Yeah. What makes you laugh? <laughs> and the genesis, the, the, the kind of the origin of this question is uh, like an off-site discussion we've been having about Billy on the street. So entertainment. Entertainment, what, what yeah. What gets me to laugh, entertainment. Yeah, like what TV show or, or YouTube or web series or whatever, what makes you laugh? You know, I'm glad my wife and I have bonded over the show. Um, I, it's kind of a, it's kind of an indie show, you know, maybe, you know, maybe it's a closet show. Not very many people have watched it. Um, Americans Funniest Videos. We have bond. My wife, time and time again, have sort of bonded over this show. Did you just call that an indie show? Yeah, it's it's something that people haven't watched. It's sort of like like an American institution. No, it has like a small cult following. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's huge. But I love it. I like seriously. Can I tell you the funniest one I ever saw? This kid is on a gazebo putting on some Christmas lights. And all of a sudden he slips and he falls off the gazebo. And then he goes to kick the Christmas lights and he says, tell dad to put up his own damn Christmas lights. And he goes to kick them and he slips on some ice and falls down. And I lost my, I lost all, like anything. And I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. That's That's the kind of, that's what I like. I don't like. You know, like the Tosh point oh, and and like the ridiculousness where like you look and you're like, I wonder if that guy's dead. That's not yeah. good. That's no good. Yeah. It's the things like 
dogs running and like jumping through bushes and then like falling in like a like a pool that's funny or like <laughs> like a fat guy that like jumps into a pool and then like the sides split out and the pool like burst that's funny to me that's funny <laughs> so is that let me ask you a question is that to the point that you're like laughing hysterically yeah, like you can't control your laughter <laughs> like you know the guy that puts one foot on the dock and one foot on the boat and it starts to go apart and he goes <laughs> like into the splits before he does that's the kind that's of the, yeah that's yeah un- near uncontrollable okay yeah. yeah so the reason i ask is because i've been watching this thing on youtube lately called billy on the street yeah and i've been sharing it with you and others and i think it is the funniest <laughs> thing in the world like when i watch those videos I seriously, I cannot stop laughing. Like I want, and I laugh, I laugh, I laugh. And, and even after I turn it off, I'll still be chuckling and I'll think about it. And I'll just chuckle and chuckle. And you guys just, you're not there with me. I'm not into it. So I, it just got me curious. Like what, what kind of things, you know, make you laugh like crazy? Yeah. That, you know, that stuff to me, like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's, it's like that goofy stuff that. It reminds me of the old jackass days, but for some reason, like, he's doing it, but not being funny while doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I just, I guess I'm just not into that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, man, I don't know what... Probably because I think about it, maybe I see it from the person's point of view, and if I saw that happen, I'd be like, who is this weirdo? Like, this yeah. guy, somebody should punch him. Like, somebody really should punch <laughs> this guy in the face. Yeah. You're probably right. But, man, oh, it makes me laugh. Okay, I'm, that's that's the, the getting started question. I like the getting started question. And uh, that went a little long, but it's okay. It's okay. We're, we're, we're adult men. Yeah. We're fine. Yeah. Did we talk about Trevor? Oh, we haven't mentioned Trevor. Why don't, why don't you talk about Trevor? Uh, he's not with us. He's not just being silent. He's not cooking eggs. He's not babysitting his children. Um, he's actually in a sales meeting. He's in an important business meeting. Somebody died and they've got to figure out where to put their body or something like that. But supposedly he's going to call in. Um, yeah, he'll, he'll call in and and we'll be prepared to answer his call when that happens. Edit him out if we need to. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get started. My, what I want to talk about today is BYU. And I kind of I like that we have a BYU segment every week. And I think that's I think that's necessary. That's important. That's that's yeah. to our core. That's yeah. that's where we live. Um, and what we want to talk about today is two big announcements that were made this week. Oh, one, Dave Rose five year contact contract extension. Cool. And two, massive Marriott Center upgrades. Massive including the addition of a new basketball practice facility. Whoa. Uh, or, in other words, as they're calling it, an annex. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk, about, uh, let's talk about Dave Rose first. What do you think about Dave Rose sticking around for another five years? I'm cool with it. You know, for the same reason I'm cool with just about anything that happens with BYU, I'm more afraid of change than I am of the status quo. Um, I think he's a great guy. I love Dave Rose. I love him as a coach and as a person. I don't know him personally, but like I like what I think he is. You know, um, to that point, I get just every once in a while I get a chance to go to like Cougar Club luncheons. Oh uh, yeah, and I'll get to hear coaches speak. And Dave Rose is by far just a pleasant person to to listen to, and he's just awesome. He's fun. He's relaxed. He enjoys. 
the fans. I think he really enjoys his job. Yeah, that that said, if in five years from now we're losing to Santa Clara at Portland, I'll be a little testy. Well, and yeah, I was going to say this. Normally, this would never be a controversial kind of topic, but this year, Dave has kind of showed some some chinks in the armor. Yes, I mean, no no doubt about that. It's and it's, you know, maybe it's other problems. But you know, a lot of times, like I'll look at things and say, well, it's not Dave Rose, it's this. But it's like, no, everything kind of has to go back to that. You know, like, like if you're driving a car and the engine explodes, you kind of have to blame the person who owns the car for not, you know, getting the oil changed or whatever else. I don't know if that works. Yeah, you blame. You know, you got everything goes back to the coach. Here's the thing that really started to to get people talking, me included, was the loss to Pepperdine. Just I think was it a couple? No, I'm talking about on the road. On the road, we had a we had a 13 point lead at halftime. Right, and we lose the game by six. Yeah, we we give them 19 points in the second. Yeah, so it's a 19 point swing. So we're talking. We had a great half of basketball, and I think we talked about this last week. I think we, we did, yeah. But... Anyway, just Dave Rose just got totally outcoached. The adjustments that the other guys made versus the adjustments that we didn't make, yada, yada, yada. We lost the game, and that was kind of like everyone was like, whoa, this, this is not good. This is not acceptable. And then, and so right on the heels of that loss, Dave Rose gets this contract extension. So it's kind of like, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, I, I would be kind of annoying. And one more thing I say, you know, you look at last season in football and you say, oh, Taysom got hurt. Oh, Jamal got hurt. Yeah. We've had a few injuries, but nothing major. You know, it's like, would this team be much different with Nate Austin? Nate, Nate Austin's not really a game changer. No. You know what I mean? He's so not. so this is this seems to be like kind of a deeper problem that we're yeah. sort of like you know pushing under the rug and saying uh, this is the anomaly. Yeah. This is the uh the what do they call it? The out outlier. The outlier. You know, having said all that, I I don't want you guys to get the wrong impression cuz I love coach Dave Rose. I've been very happy with him. He's a great basketball coach for BYU. Um, and I think this contract extension gives him a chance to coach the guys that he has recruited. You know what I mean? Like uh, Nick Emery, Eric Mika, TJ yeah, Haas. Yeah, that, that should be exciting stuff. Peyton Dastrup. These are the guys that he kind of you know, put his signature on, and now he'll get a chance to coach them through their senior season. So I think, that, I think that's pretty special. Okay, hold on here. We're trying to, we're trying to get a hold of the team, man. Um, oh, here he goes. Yeah, I think we got him. Trevor? Mm-hmm. Hey, Trevor. Say hello. We're recording. Hello. We just uh, we just got done talking about Dave Rose and his contract extension. Your thoughts? <laughs> okay. That's Trevor live from Florida. <laughs> so let's go. It to seems like an, it seems like an odd year to extend his contract. I know. Yeah, I think we, we just said that. It just kind of come right after that Pepperdine loss. So tell me, you're, okay, Trevor, you manage people. Adam, you manage people. Me, I've never once managed a single person, but that's, that's fine. I'm not complaining. Um, you have somebody, when did his contract expire originally? I think it was set to expire at the end of 2016. So that's two years from now, right? 
Well, it's one year from now. Well, one yeah, it's two years okay. from now. Okay, so one and a half years from now. One, the rest of this season and all of next season, right? Yeah. Okay, so, um, so are you just so worried that he might leave that you have to lock him up? Or are you saying, thank you for being so awesome? Here's how much we appreciate you. Like, what's the, what's the, why not go into con, or are you saying we can save so much more money if we lock him up? for longer rather than go through negotiations, you know, like, like why, why extend a guy? I don't know. That's why I said, I think it's weird timing. I think, I I think it honestly has a lot to do with Lone Peak kids. Seriously. Mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it's like, we want to show our appreciation. We want to give you the confidence to know that you'll be able to coach these guys. Okay. You know what I mean? But he still has, a year and a half on his contract, so I, I mean, you can wait till the end of the season. Well, it's, it's just, till. it's like remember Moneyball, how the uh, the manager was all complaining because he can't coat, he can't manage a baseball team with a one year contract. I think it's just a show of confidence. I think it's just like, hey, you're here for the long haul. We have confidence in you. You're our guy, right? I, I, can I buy that. I think you're probably good with that. I mean, I'm I'm okay with that explanation. Sure. So let's talk really quickly about the Marriott Center upgrades. Here's the rundown. We got new video boards, big, huge, flat-screen video boards. So we can see the game that we're seeing. So we can watch TV while we're watching the game. And we got the lower bowl all covered in blue, big, padded blue seats. Um, and probably the biggest announcement is a new facility adjacent to the Marriott Center for kids to play basketball well, not kids. The team. The t- well, yeah, the team kids. Uh, free of the the RB. Do you guys remember when we used to play basketball in the RB? I loved it. We freaking dominated the RB. And um, just I just remember the wristband situation. Like, if you were playing without a wristband, that was the sin. You had maybe like ten minutes before they yeah, kicked you out. They had they brought the Gestapo in and kicked you right out. So our players won't have to deal with that anymore. That's cool. <laughs> I don't think they had Dale's wristbands. I, no, they did. Okay. It was documented. <laughs> I, think, I think there's a story of Tyler Haas. He was shooting hoops, but he didn't have a wristband, so they kicked him out of the RB. Are you I, serious? I think that's a real thing. I mean, I don't believe it, but I hope it's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. No, I think it's exciting. I think my only concern is, and I know this is part of the reason... Part of the people hate BYU is I just don't want the prices to go up. Ticket prices? Ticket prices. You know what I mean? Like, I know that's lame or whatever else, and that's part of the reason BYU doesn't have cool Nike T-shirts is because BYU people don't buy expensive Nike T-shirts, and, you know, it's kind of part of that same mindset. But I just don't want to pay more for games. So if upgrading the stadium or the, the arena and all that stuff means higher ticket prices... I kind of wish they wouldn't do it. That is all. There's another issue. Um, less seats? Less seats. Uh, less student section seats. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. What Are they pushing them out of the lower bowl then? No, they're still in the lower bowl, but they just have the... They're in the blue seats. They're in... It's And, and the blue seats are bigger. They take up more room. They're going to have more leg room. So it's going to decrease capacity by like... I think the number is like 1,900 seats. So uh, less students. Yeah. Which potentially might increase or or uh, affect our uh, home court advantage. Our dominance. 
think something's already happened to that. <laughs> anyway, something to chew on. Yeah, something to think about. Hey, Big T, are you still there? I'm listening. Okay. What are you running today? What, what kind of meeting is too important for this podcast? I stepped out of it. Let's get to the real goods here so I can get back in. Okay. Got four minutes. <laughs> Trish, why don't you talk to us about what you're going to talk to us you about? You got four minutes. I want to talk to us. I know pop culture is kind of Jairus's area of expertise on the oh, podcast, but. I want to call it expertise. Focus. Your area of focus. Okay. Yeah, so. our, our listeners can't hear you grumbling, Jairus. <laughs> You've got to grumble into the microphone. Okay. Grumble, grumble. <laughs> but I want to talk about the greatest show probably in the history of television. And it's not Breaking Bad. It's not The Wire, Elliot Bennion. It's not Law and Order, oh. Married with Children. None of those. We're talking... The Bachelor. Oh, yeah. Slash Bachelorette, slash Bachelor Pad, slash Bachelor in Paradise, slash anything <laughs> related to the Bachelor franchise. Yeah, buddy. I love this show. Me too. I don't know if you guys watch what well, Jarrah said. Clearly, you do from your reaction here, but <laughs> the show's amazing. If you want just pure, uncomfortable drama, it's the show. The guys are weirdos. The girls are crazies. There's drama all the time. It is it is one of the most entertaining shows that has ever existed. I agree with you 110%. And you know what it's like? We talked about when you weren't here, we were talking about <clears throat> things that make you laugh are things like like humor, like somebody getting kicked in the crotch or, you know, somebody... A baseball falls and, and, like, hits him in the face. That kind of stuff. That's The Bachelor only emotionally. Girls yes. are just getting kicked in the teeth <laughs> the entire time, bawling on national TV, telling about how they love this guy who's currently kissing four or five other girls. And, like, it's just... It is... You know, Americans Funniest Videos is physical pain. This is emotional damage. Live, <laughs> it is awesome. <laughs> That's all I got. I, I'm gonna be our, our devil's advocate here. <laughs> it would be the angel's advocate, I think. The bad. I, so I watched one episode of The Bachelor. Not enough. Uh, it was last week. It was. I mean, it was the most recent episode. It was. It was Monday night or whenever it's on. And it, man, guys, that is, that has got to be the trashiest show in, on TV today. No, you haven't seen Bachelor Pad. That's way trashier. It is trashy. It is like the lowest possible form of entertainment, I think. No. It's like, it's like, um, it's like, it's like M&M's or Skittles or something, you know? It's like you just, you get addicted to it. You just keep eating and eating and eating and there's just nothing there. I love peanut M&M's. Yeah, exactly. What are you saying? Like, I'm what? Not, I'm just, <laughs> I'm delicious. I'm not saying replace your meals. If you were saying, meals. like, it's good and plenty or something, I'd get it. But M&M's, <laughs> wrong candy. Yeah, right. I'm just, no, I'm just saying there's no, there's nothing there. There's no, there's nothing of substance. Yeah, but what are you, like, some weird vegan? Like, we need both. Well, you don't need candy. Yeah. What do you mean you don't need candy? I mean, it's it's nice in small doses. Yeah, right. Okay. But it's not something that you fill your whole diet with. All right. The Bachelor's on for two hours a week. That's dessert, man. Well, if you want to watch and read in, in books, your, in your do, TV do diet. That stuff. Hey, guys. 
I'm going to let you guys talk about it. I'm going to go back into the funeral home. Talk to you later. Okay. Shut him down. Bye, buddy. <laughs> what a weird... Okay, movie. let me just talk about my... Let me just talk about... Cool. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Let me just talk about my experience watching The Bachelor. So here I am, you know, I'm just giving it a try. You got one dude who's... Hot. The hot farmer dude from Iowa. And with, you've got... With, uh, with uh, spray-painted six-packs. Because <laughs> I don't believe that's a real six-pack. <laughs> he kind of has this gut, but it looks like a six-pack. So I'm going to just say it's spray-tanned on. I'm serious. Six-pack abs. This is not a joke. I really think it's a fake six-pack. And then uh, you got, um, what, what, like a dozen women... Attractive, off of like twenty five. Attractive women. I yeah. mean, let's be honest; they're attractive. Yeah, and they are just ripping each other apart, stabbing each other in the back. He's kissing all of them. Right. He, you know, they're all talking about how they want to marry him. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching this. And I'm like, you know, I understand why this is so popular. Right. Because it's awesome. One, everyone's attractive, and and. Humans, we like attractive things. Yeah. Cars. Cars. Dogs. Paintings. Sure. Dogs. Like a golden retriever? That's a good-looking dog. We like attractive things. Yeah. And two, and I think this is the key, it appeals to men, first of all, because of the attraction factor, and it appeals to women because I I think women just love to tear down women. Yeah. So the women watching at home, they watch the, they see these girls acting like complete trash, and so they turn to their husbands at home and they like then they say, "Oh, these girls are so trashy." Right. These girls are trashy. Look how white trash and awful and terrible they are. I think that gives them, you know, some sick joy. But it's not just that. There's some redeemable girls on there as well that you can kind of rally behind and root for. Oh, you're probably right. I've only seen. I mean, there aren't so. many. But I think you are right. I think it. I think it is something that appeals to both genders. You know what's not appealing? The Bachelorette, watching twelve dudes go after one girl. It's unnatural. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't want to be sexist, but it's like, it's different types of emotions. Like the guys, are like. It just seems like they're not as into it. Like they're just like whatever. Yeah. They become like best friends essentially. <laughs> <laughs> and this girl, and it's more like, well, I like hanging out with these groups of dudes, and I guess there's this girl that's kind of annoying. You know, I gotta be honest, and actually, Becky and I were talking about this when we were watching The Bachelor. There's kind of, don't you think there's kind of some polygamous undertones? Like, mm, well, sort one, of. one guy with you know, 20 you, girls. You know about the fantasy suite, right? No, I don't. Okay, when there's three girls left, they do this thing called fantasy suite. Where he spends a night with each one of those girls for like the test drive, <laughs> and they don't—they turn off the cameras, you know, so you don't really know what happens in the fantasy suite. Maybe they just enjoy a nice, you know, conversation. Yeah. Maybe they don't. Conjugal. But perhaps. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> the cameras are off. The cameras are off. Yeah, it's. Um, so I Interesting. Told, I told my wife. What self-respecting woman could go through that? Lots. I mean. Ah, what's in it for them? They're on TV. <laughs> I guess. You know? Yeah. I'd do it. You would? Yeah, yeah. I told my wife I want to be The Bachelor, and she's like, you can't. You're married. I was like, well, maybe you can get on, too. 
And I said, if you were on, I, I guarantee you that you'd be able to try out for your spot again. You would ma- at least make it to the fantasy suite. It's like, it's like Bronco Mendenhall having his coaches reapply uh-huh. for the job. You reapply for the job. You're still in. You know, this isn't saying anything. I just want to be the bachelor. I, I admit, I, said, I told Becky the same thing. I said, it would be kind of cool just, I mean, you know, just to be in a situation where people want you. Yeah. You know, like you have. What you a have, 360 for, or 180 from my life, you know, <laughs> where people don't. <laughs> Oh, The Bachelor. Maybe I'll watch another episode. You should. Get into it. It's fun. Okay. That was it. That's that's it on The Bachelor. That's it. We're done with The yeah. Bachelor. Close the book until next time, obviously. <laughs> that's the sound of a book closing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, well, I have a topic that I'd like to talk about, and it's something that's sort of frustrating me and sort of making me lose faith in... in Humanity, Constitution, oh. American rights. Okay. I didn't know it was going to get this heavy. I've been Proceed. Asked, I've been asked to shave my beard. Let me just let that sink in. That's what the silence was for. I've yeah. been asked to shave my beard. And I think there's some gravity to the situation because if you haven't seen Jairus in a while, this dude has a significant beard. This this dude has got a beard that would rival um lots of beards. Beards throughout history. Yeah. I mean yeah, I mean and you know it I didn't realize I felt this way about my beard until I was asked to shave. Um let, let me let me just describe your beard some more. Okay, please do. It's it's a thick Scandinavian stock. Yeah. It's not like one of these wispy, you know, like English beards. No. Or or another nationality. I mean, I, I look at you and I think this is a this is a Viking beard. It's a. It's Are a, you from? Do you have Scandinavian in your blood? You know, probably. Probably because yeah. it looks like a big Viking Leif Erikson kind of. It's like it's a, got volume. I would even call it thatch. Like it's like thatched wool. Yeah. Yes. Like you a know. roof. Yeah. Exactly. Like if someone was going to thatch uh, something to put over your head. For you have to get shelter. serious if you're trying to part it enough to see my flesh. Yeah. Like. Anyway, so a little context. Anyway. Sorry, didn't, didn't no, mean to No, it's interrupt. fine. I've been growing it for four months, and it's not like I had this big plan for it, but it kind of grew on me. <laughs> get it? No, it kind of attached to me. I, I really like my beard, and, and maybe I don't know how much longer I was going to keep it, but I didn't want to have to be asked to, you know, to let go. Um, I, it, it was kind of incidentally, I had a, um, I actually had a beard appointment. I was going to get it trimmed. I haven't trimmed it, just maybe trimmed the mustache a little bit. Uh, and then I found out that very same day that I needed to shave it. Um, this so is for, this is for work. This is for work. I had to shave it for work. Um, we got a big to do with lots of uh, customers coming in and, you know, everything like that. And that's fine. Um, so I, I need to shave it. And I don't mind. You know, I really don't mind that. But it, but I wanted to, I kind of wanted to part with it on my own terms. Yeah. I, I totally understand where you're coming from. And so I, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, what what does the beard represent to you? Like, I mean, I, mean, I don't want to complain. Here, I went to BYU, all right, as people probably know. And I never once complained about the dress code. 
And I'm not going to complain about it here at work either because, like, if that's the way it is, like, I, I understand that and I'm cool with it, you know? And, and there's always that thing where you can go somewhere else, you know? I could always go work at a tattoo parlor and they wouldn't care that I have a beard. Or Did your school let you have a beard when you were taught? Yeah, but I never would have, I never would have gone this long at school. Hmm. Um, I did over the summer once um, and saw some students who thought that was pretty crazy. But I, I always kept it short at school. So, you know, I'm fine with that. And, but what is sort of your feelings about the beard? A, a beard in general. Oh, geez. Are you kidding? I am a huge beard, beards rights activist. And I feel the same way, and I don't want to, like, point any fingers or anything like that, but I kind of feel like the hippies have really given the beard a bad name. That's where I feel like this anti-beard came from. When it happened, when the hippies were all sorts of crazy, and they're burning flags, and they're out, you know, marching against this or that, you know, free love, they're doing drugs, and they're also growing beards. And so there, like, became this division with anyone that's over, like, the age of 40 now, that it's, like, beards equal hippies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Beards equal people that are against the establishment. But now beards are coming back. And in a so, big way. In a big way. And, you know, maybe that's part of the reason I should shave it. I don't want to be all trendy or stuff like that. <laughs> but it's, like, it's kind of changed to where I don't feel like it's, it's just the... Uh, the the social outcast who's growing a beard now it's it's kind of mainstream yeah i think and don't quote me on this but i think actually the the uh, appearance and grooming standards at byu were kind of a response to the hippie right culture because they allowed mustaches like they came in in like the 60s and that's you know i think that's why we have appearance and grooming standards at byu someone someone should do some research and 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 i'm fine with it but like like the the point is like mustache at BYU is okay because at the time a mustache was acceptable. Uh huh. But now at the time we are in now, like a beard is acceptable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They wouldn't have and, and in the eighteen hundreds with like Brigham Young, you know, and, and all those guys, like a beard was acceptable. Like I'm okay with these dress and grooming standards. But I feel like they also need to change with the times. Respond to the trends. Right. Exactly. Like um you know, you right now skinny jeans are sort of popular, and although I wouldn't want to wear super skinny jeans, but if your company adopted some dress and grooming standards way back and said like, "Well, baggy pants are the only way to go," but now baggy pants are out of style. Yeah, you, you know, you would. I agree. You'd go to the. You'd go to the. You know, can't have your slim cut suit or anything like that. Nope, but baggy, baggy, double breasted. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's no good. Here's the way I see it. Evolve. I agree, 100%. Um, I see it like we men have been given a gift. Yes. You know, and, and a lot of men don't see it as a gift. A lot of men see it as a nuisance. Like, ugh, I got to shave every day. I got to right. make sure that... I think it's a gift. We have the ability to grow beards. Yeah. And mustaches and side ch- sideburns and mutton chops Let's use it. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Let's let's express <clears throat> ourselves. You know, like grow a beard. You know, some guys just refuse to grow a beard, and that boggles my mind. Like, you have this ability. Let's just just do it for fun. Wait. Take a month, grow a beard, see see what's see what you think about it. Shave it off. And you know what else? Grow a mustache. Right along with this, and that, you know, I'm not going to focus too much on the ladies. Allow your men to grow the beard. 
Yeah. Maybe you'll like it. Maybe it's cool. Ladies. Yes, it's, here's the problem. Let me tell you a story. If I shave every day, I have this thing called a five o'clock shadow. Uh-huh. It's rough as sandpaper. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. This beard is soft as, as driven snow, or what do they say? Um, so I, I recently got rid of a long beard that I had. And it looked good. My wife bought me beard oils. Ooh. For Christmas. Got any more of that? Yeah, actually I do. It's uh, It smelled like sandalwood and rich mahogany and uh, almond. It was, it, they were cool. So embrace the beard. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm, I'm, always, I'm all about like changing up your look, just having some fun. And I, here's the deal too. I'm not about, you know, I don't want to look like a homeless person. And maybe my beard's getting a little homeless-ish-isk. Esk, 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 ish, ish. Uh, maybe it's getting a little homeless-ish, um, but like, and and so I want to look good. You know, I keep my hair short. I I keep my beard trimmed, um, but I do want a nice full beard. Yeah, you know, something that something that like if if I was holding two bags of groceries, and I was walking in the rainstorm and there was a flash flood, I could help children. Out of the storm drain. <laughs> Just grab a hold of the beard, kid. You know, because I'm holding groceries. Grab my beard. <laughs> yeah, right. Just grab a hold, son. And, and I'd lift him out to safety. So I took. A, I recently took a business trip to Japan. Mm. I had a big beard. You did. And you should have seen the envy. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just a country full of envy. Yeah. Looking at my big beard. I bet that... Yeah, and you know what? My guess is there was more than envy too. I bet some people went into a little bit of uh, attraction. No, uh, I'm going the other way. Like, who's this guy? Repulsion? Is this guy a homeless man? Uh, These Americans, uh, yes, homeless. Oh, they don't care what they look like. But I think we need to. You know, I think I think this is. I mean, this is the next step in human rights. Just like you said, um, this is getting out and accepting people, even hairy people. For who they are on the inside, but be uh, be mindful of your own personal beard. Not all beards are the same. Sure, some are nasty and gross. And gross. Some like Jaris and I with big Scandinavian stock. Yeah, they're. they're I'm, I'm assuming you're Scandinavian because that beard looks like a Viking beard. Yeah, there must be. Some, it's weird. I, for those of you that don't know, my hair is one type of hair, like the hair on the top of my head, and my beard is another. It's almost <laughs> like you go from like like desert to jungle or something you know what i mean it's like not that i don't have enough hair it's just two different climates yeah you know grasslands to rainforest grasslands to rain it really is like two (laughs) totally separate um i should get a geneticist to get in here and and evaluate my me well let's sum up really quick beards not not evil not evil i mean maybe they're bad maybe maybe some people need to shave but let's not just blanket statement. They, yeah, they, they may be ugly, but they're not evil. Like, like you give me another month or two, maybe it gets too out of control. And my boss says, you know what? You're kind of looking like reevaluate yourself. Like, is this who you want to look like? And maybe I want to say, oh, this actually isn't who I want to look like. But not just beards are bad. Yeah. Beer, a beard does not make a person bad. No. And number two, try it out. Right? Try it out for yourself. Yeah. See what see what you think. Watch The Bachelor. Watch The Bachelor. <laughs> Go to a BYU basketball game. I think that's good. 
I'm really um, happy with where we are right now. Okay, so that's it. That's season three, episode three, S three E three. We had a special guest appearance by Trevor Wynn, yep. who is one of our hosts, but was only able to join us for about seven minutes. Kind of turned into a part-time guy, and I don't know how I feel about that. We just, we just want Trevor to move back to Utah so bad, you guys, so he can be in studio with us. Do you remember when we did that episode when all three of us were in studio? Yeah, wasn't it? Oh, oh, it was beautiful, guys. It was the best. Anyway. Um, listen to this episode in the tub. On the lawnmower. While you're yeah, eating dinner. Yeah. Hiking in the wilderness when you have no service. Download yeah, it onto iTunes yeah. and, you know, you, you have no service, but you can still listen to things that are yeah, Have the file. Yeah. Get the file. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, All right, yeah. everybody. That's it. Jolene heard her kisses. uneven snores. Right then she knew there must be something more. Jolene heard the singing in the forest. She opened the door quietly and stepped into the night. Yeah, I want to throw you out into space. Hey, be sure to follow Death Stardy online. We got all kinds of ways. On Twitter, at Death Star D. On Facebook, that's Facebook.com slash Death Star D. Send us an email, deathstard at gmail.com, or follow our website, deathstard.wordpress.com. Thanks for listening, Tards. Greens and tobacco smoke. That sickly set is always, always there. Yeah.